Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for... Wednesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day to the, what, the seven female listeners we have. Uh, This is a mostly male audience. Trust me, we see the numbers podcast, but it is good to have the ladies checking in on Valentine's Day. Hopefully, uh, the man, men in your lives are um, treating you right here on Valentine's Day. We unfortunately don't have a gr- couple great stories. We've got a couple negative stories here on Valentine's Day. Yes, yes, Brandon Ayuka, we're going to get to it. I will, I'm not going to tear them apart, but gosh, I don't know. Maybe the theme of this Valentine's po- Day podcast should be the selfishness in sports. Because this, and wait to just wait till you hear this NBA story. Um, so we're going to start with the NBA and then go to the NFL. They're both similar. And you, let me see if you could pick up the vibe. So you guys know that I was a Kyle Kuzma fan when he was with the Lakers. I liked him a lot. He was a perfect, like, three or four. Um, I think on the bubble title team, he was probably the three, but sometimes the four. They had KCP. Dwight Howard was valuable. Uh, But Kyle Kuzma, I liked him. Ends up, he's not long for the Lakers, and he ends up in Washington And in Washington, of course, his numbers go up because they're a disaster, going nowhere fast, and he's getting buckets. So this year, Kyle Kuzma, who is 28, is averaging a career high in points per game, 21.8, and shots per game, 18.8. His three-point percentage down a tick. He is undeniably the number one off option on the team that is currently has nine victories this season. The Wizards are one of the three or four worst teams in the league, right there with Detroit, right there with uh, the San Antonio Spurs. They are a very bad team. They're going nowhere fast. Uh, there's not a lot to like about the Washington Wizards. But for some reason, Kyle Kuzma is having the time of his life because according to The Athletic, The Dallas Mavericks, leading up to the deadline, inquired with the Wizards about Kyle Kuzma. Wizards, uh, according to The Athletic, the Wizards decision-maker Michael Winger, who used to be with the uh, Clippers, 
informed Kuzma that the general framework of a trade was in place to send Kuz to the Mavericks. And Kuzma told him, I want to stay with the Wizards. There was a point in time, Dallas, they definitely did want me, Kuzma said. Winger presented me with what the trade was and obviously didn't want to trade me and kind of left the decision up to me a little bit and asked me what I wanted to do. I told him I wanted to stay and continue to build something. And that was the end of it. Winger called the Mavs and said, no dice. Now, just what the deal was is not totally clear. Um, it, it, I, we, had, we know Dallas ended up assuming Grant Williams. Uh, we don't know what picks would have been offered. But why would you turn down going to a contender, the Mavs, who were in the conference finals two years ago? I know they sagged a bit last year. Why would you turn away from a chance to play playoff basketball? The Wizards will not snip the playoffs again. And playing with one of the best players in the league, Luka Doncic, and one of the more dynamic point guards in the league in Kyrie Irving. Now, you guys know I'm not a huge Kyrie Irving fan, but the chance to play with him as a shooter, which Kuzma is, although you know the three-point percentage isn't there this year, go look uh, in his final year with the Lakers. He had a career-high 36% from three. Now he was coming off the bench, largely. He was putting up 12 points a game. He was not getting the shots that he is now in Washington. But he was a better shooter, a more valuable piece to the Lakers than he is to the Wizards as their number one scoring option. Folks, just let this sink in. I would rather get up shots on a losing team, and I'm not just talking like under 500. The Wizards are a train wreck. I would rather be the alpha on a total dumpster fire than go to Dallas slide into an easy, I don't know, maybe I'm the third or fourth option on a playoff team and maybe contend. And regardless of what people will tell you, folks, the Dallas Mavericks are indeed contenders. I'm sure Rob G will puncture that, and that's fine. Technically, you know, right now Dallas is like a play-in team, but just forget about that. For, they're, they're currently uh, eighth in the West. But again, at six and a half back of first, they're literally one game out of being fifth in the West. New Orleans is fifth. Phoenix is sixth. Sacramento is seventh. Dallas eight. Lakers nine. A lot can change. A lot will change. Okay? This, to me, is one of the biggest problems the NBA has right now. There are a lot of selfish me-first guys. Jordan Poole, he's one of them. He's in Washington. Kyle Kuzma, he's definitely one of them. I got to get my stats. I got to play for a winner. Who wants to do that? And this is one of the issues with largely American basketball players. And I love the NBA, but I'm going to be a realist. A lot of these American basketball players who are being drafted, coming out of G League elite, overtime elite, college basketball, whatever, I don't know that they have the winning mindset that some of these other European players do. Hell, how about a Canadian and Andrew Wiggins? Andrew Wiggins was... The uh, number one pick did largely nothing but pad empty stats in Minnesota. And he got an opportunity to go to Golden State Warriors, play with the most unselfish basketball in the league with Curry, Clay, Draymond, Steve Kerr. And he fit like a glove. Hey, man, no pressure. You're not at number one here. You don't need to be. Know your role, fit in, play some defense, and we're, we're going to make win a chip. And what happened? Andrew Wiggins is an NBA champion. Now, You could argue, well, Jay, Kyle Kuzma already has the the ring. What does he need another one? Come on, guys. What do you want? You want to average 22 and be done early? Maybe Kyle Kuzma wants to travel more this summer because we know the Wizards aren't in the playoffs. 
But just this idea, this mentality that Kyle Kuzma is like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want to go to Dallas. I've never been to Dallas. I grew up in the D.C. area. D.C. is a great city, fun city. I'm sure Dallas is fantastic and cosmopolitan. And Kuzma could make a lot of things happen off the court in Dallas. I just am a little disappointed in the fact that Kyle Kuzma doesn't want to go play for a winner. Like, build something. What, what are you talking about? You could stay there another three years. I don't even know if you're going to sift the play in, Kuz. I like Kuzma a lot. They're not going anywhere at all anytime soon. And so this idea that he would rather pad his stats, and this does dovetail into the NFL. I'll get to that in a minute because of, of the stuff that's going on with Brandon Ayuk. But, like, what's wrong with being a role player and winning a championship? Do you want to win or do you want to score? That seems like a fundamental question. I, I don't know about you guys. I want to win. I want to be part of a winning team. There probably will come a time where Fox or another network may come to me and say, hey, Jay, we've seen you on the show with Coward, man. Great job as a number two. We think you could be a number one. Do you want to come to our show and have your own show? And at that point, I'm going to have to make one of these Kuzma decisions. Now, maybe it doesn't happen. And I'm sure Kansas City Chiefs fans who are listening to this are like, ha ha, you wish never, never in a million years. No shot. Who knows? I have no clue what the future holds. You don't either. Just this idea that I'm on a winning team. Would I go to, you know, I don't know, CBS, NBC, NFL Network, NBA Network, whatever they're offering. But do you want to play for a winning team, which is what we're on, number one show at the network, numbers are through the roof in the last 13 months, or or do you want to, like, be the man and get your shots up on a losing team? And I, that's a tough, difficult question. Everybody's different. But, Rob, I don't know about you. For me, I'm I'm disappointed in Kuzma. I mean, that team is, uh, honestly, it's, it's disappointing. I like Bilal Kulabobi, the uh, Kulabobi. I think I said that wrong. But um, he was a teammate of Wembenyama. You know, they've got some okay talent on that team. Uh, Corey Kispert's own flashes. I, I like Tyus Jones. But they're not winning anything. They're not going anywhere. And for Kuzma to not want to go to Dallas, I, I know some people will paint this as, yeah, see, nobody wants to play with uh, Kyrie or, or Luka. And maybe this is more about... Um, Luka Doncic than Kyrie Irving, but I don't know. To me, Luka's a winning player. He is one of the league leaders in assists. He's one of the league leaders in scoring. A bunch of Mavs fans tagged me in a, in a tweet on on Tuesday about how Luka Doncic's defense has been incredible this year, and he's like trying. I don't know, man. I I mean, you know, their their head coach is Jason Kidd, who knows a little about basketball. I'm not denigrating whoever the Wizards coach is. They fired their coach. I don't even know who the new guy is. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. 
or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers who deposit $5 or more can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 back in a bonus bet. The NBA schedule gets really fire this week with the NFL over. I mean, you got Bucks, Nuggets. It's a great, great schedule this week. Remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code STRAIGHTFIRE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-467. 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I don't know, Rob. It, it's disappointing for me for Kuzma, who I've always liked as a player. I just, disappointing stuff. Yeah, I understand why you'd be disappointed with the Kyle Kuzma comments because everything you said is accurate, right? Like, I agree with you a thousand percent. I believe I'm one of those people that thinks that winning a championship should be first and foremost on your mind at all times. And if you have the opportunity to go to a situation that is obviously closer to a title than you are currently, then you should make that move. Even if that means sacrificing some shots, sacrificing some stats, what have you. However... I am one of those fools you mentioned there at the end of your your rant that believes that this was a shot at Luka Doncic because he's not the only one, Kyle Kuzma, to kind of say something that was could be taken as, as, as a shot at Luka Doncic. Now, Kuzma was much more veiled. It was much more vague. It was just saying, hey, if I'm not going to be in contention for a title, I'd rather stay here and get my shots up get my stats up and get my dollars up at some point versus going to a team like Dallas where, yeah, we'll be in the playoffs, but I don't think anyone, or in his opinion, doesn't think that they're close to a championship. So, you know, that's his opinion. But what Grant Williams said when he made his Hornets debut over the weekend after the trade, because remember, he was the guy who did get traded from Dallas. He may have been part of the trade that got Kyle Kuzma, ultimately gets traded and they get P.J. Washington instead. So their first uh, debut on Saturday night after the trade deadline, they asked him, um, you know, what he liked about his debut and his new teammates. Here's what he said. 
It's great to go get a win for the city and really play for the jersey across your chest, not the one on your back. I was fortunate to be part of a team that really wanted to win. It was super exciting. Play style was fun. Everybody touched the ball. We trusted one another. Then he goes on and on and on. That, to me, sounds like a direct shot at Luka Doncic. Because Luka, for all of his gifts and his talent, and I enjoy watching him play too, he might be the next guy to make the future Laker list. (laughs) He is also... He is also the lead leader by a wide margin in usage rate. His usage rate this season entering this podcast is 35.7. That's 2.7 points higher than Giannis. Just to put it in perspective, the gap between Luka and Giannis, Giannis is number two, is the same gap as Giannis and Devin Booker, who is 11th. So the difference between one and two and two and 11 is the same gap. And historically, I pulled this up as you were talking, Luka Doncic is responsible already for four of the top 23 usage rate seasons in NBA history. And I'm combing through the list and I'm, I'm, I'm doing it quickly as I'm talking here. None of the guys in that top 23 won a championship that season. Hmm. So, you know, you got James Harden, Embiid, Giannis, Kobe, Westbrook, Iverson, like all the usual suspects. But none of those guys ended up winning a championship in the year that they were dominating the ball like that. To a man, every single one of them, Jordan and Kobe included, they won when they took a step back, when they shared the spotlight with somebody else, when they worked within the framework of a system or an offense that, yes, showcased them, but also showcased the rest of their team, and it made them more uh, versatile, and it made them tougher to stop in the postseason. I am one of those people who believes that you cannot win a championship playing the Luka Doncic style of basketball. Really? Luka is heliocentric. Again, he's a fantastic talent. But Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady both said in the playoffs during the James Harden era, when James Harden was doing all of this similar stuff, 35 points a night, you know, leading the league in assists, getting 60-point triple-doubles every other month. Like, he was on another planet in Houston. But they said during a feature on ESPN's NBA Today, that that's great for the regular season. That's great if you want to win a lot of games during the dog days of the season and you need to get a a nice you know home court advantage or you need to get a certain spot in the playoff race, and I understand that. But when you get to the playoffs and everybody's game planning for you, you cannot win when everything is focused on one guy. You might win a series, but you're not going to win a championship because the teams at the top, the teams that you really got to compete against, in this case, Denver, the Clippers, Phoenix, Whoever, you're not going to get by those teams when everything is Luca pick and roll, Luca pick and roll, Luca pick and roll. Wait a minute. Wait. How is this? Honestly, how is he that different from Nikola Jokic? No, 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 I'm not talking about the teammates. Just Jokic and Luca. What is very different about their games? They're both European. They both are great passers. They're both tremendous scorers. What's the difference? Well, for one, Jokic doesn't dominate the ball like that. You, well, yeah. Jokic's usage rate is behind Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, well, it's 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 good to have Jamal Murray and Eric exactly. Gordon. Exactly, but they they play a style that allows everybody to function and have a role within that system. Obviously, your best player is going to get the most featured the most, and that's totally understandable. The problem, though, is when everything you do, it relies just on one guy and his ability to either create for himself or for others, you're not going to win a championship like that. 
And so I could understand why Grant Williams would, I mean, his is kind of different because he'd rather be in in Charlotte, the worst team in basketball than with them and, and, you know, getting his shots up because he hasn't won anything. So I don't understand why he would want that. But I would understand why some guys like Kyle Kuzma would say, look, I already have my ring. If I'm going to be playing in for a team and not have a chance to win a championship, which they don't think Luka has a chance to win a championship, then let me at least get mine as well. Let me cook. And let me cook. And and Luka Doncic is one of those guys who likes to cook, likes to prep, likes to buy the meals. He does everything in Dallas. And again, it's it's a marvel to watch, but I don't think you can win at the highest level doing that. I, I mean, listen, uh, Jokic never won in the postseason until everybody was healthy, and then last year they steamrolled through. Luca carried a Mavs team with Brunson to the conference finals. Now, they didn't make it last year. It's difficult to build around him. And you could argue that Mark Cuban is doing a horrific job. And that's why I'm sure some of you were like, future Laker. Mark Cuban has done a terrible job building around Luka Doncic, giving away draft picks, butchering, um, giving away first round picks, butchering Jalen Brunson badly. And this Kyrie Irving thing was like a Hail Mary because they, they needed something. And... Listen, I root for Luka. Um, he doesn't follow me on social like Steph Curry does, but I still root for Luka Doncic. He's my guy. I think he's tremendous, and I, I just, I'm just i stunned that you would not want to play for him. Now, Grant Williams saying that is a little weird, and we're all assuming that's a shot at Luka. But how do we know it's not a shot at Kyrie Irving? Um, again, Grant Williams, who I, I like that move, and he was thriving early and then didn't thrive as much, but like well, he he's not backing anybody down. He's he's a role player, and there's nothing anything wrong with that. Rob, maybe the issue here is Kuzma and Grant Williams think they're more than role players, and that they could be like a number one or a two or even a three on, on like a title winning team. I don't know. To me, that is that's just the wrong mentality. You gotta kind of know your role. Obviously, you want to improve as much as you can and be the best player you can be and be well rounded and capable of doing everything. But it just it feels like unnecessary shots at Luca. I wonder is Luca getting the treatment? where he's getting destroyed by everybody, people just don't like him, is this kind of a Kyle Shanahan thing. The media and the stat people have anointed Luka as this guy's coming for all of the records, okay? Since he was like 19 and tearing up the league. And he doesn't have like a finals trip and people are kind of bashing him, whereas Curry was like an underdog and everybody loved the Curry story. But LeBron, remember LeBron when he lost that finals to the Mavs? I mean, people are still bringing that up, Rob. They just people just don't like LeBron because he's coming for Jordan. I don't know. I, do you feel like there's excessive Luca hate? A little bit. I mean, some of it he brings on himself. You know, take away the the on the court action because again, I love watching him play. I just have a difference of opinion on whether he can win a championship. But as far as his talent, I can absolutely appreciate that, and and he is a marvel to watch. Um, the one thing he does that I know annoys people is he's very whiny. He likes to complain a lot. He's almost he always to near the top of the league, the league in uh, technical fouls. Yeah, not but ideal. but I think what you said is accurate because sports fans and you know even sports media to a lesser extent they really have an issue with premature coronations. And LeBron James was one of those guys who was coronated in high school. And then he double, triple down on it when he got the chosen one tattooed on his back, right? And it's like, you, you can't call yourself the king when you've never won anything, right? And that was why 
as soon as he made that flip to Miami, it was very easy. Well, actually, even before that, towards the end of his time in Cleveland, it was very easy for people to pile on him. Like, look, this is your king. This is the greatest player in NBA history, and he can't get by the Boston Celtics. Like, come on. <laughs> like, this is the old KG. And imagine if it was KG in his prime, yada, yada, yada. And I think something like that is slowly happening to Luka because we were so impressed by what he did early in his career we love clippers what he, yeah that those clippers series they you know raised his profile in a way that i don't think people were ready for quite yet and when you do something like that so early in your career you're waiting for them all right well you, you've done that you've shown you have it in you now you got to take the next step and breakthrough now you got to take the next step and either win a championship or at least compete for a championship and so far he hasn't come close to that because when they got to the Western Finals, I know everyone says they got to the finals, but they got destroyed by the Golden State Warriors. Well, the Warriors did go on to win the, fi- the yeah, but it, but like it wasn't even competitive in that series. Like they they just steamrolled them. So that's why I think people don't necessarily give him the credit for that series as much as they probably should, is because they don't feel like he ever really threatened them, and yet he's always talked about. He's always mentioned as one of the three, four, five best players in the league. But the difference is all of the other guys that you mentioned, save for Embiid, you know, Giannis, Tatum, uh, Jokic, like they've been at or near the mountaintop consistently. And Luka hasn't. I, I kind of want to look at the Mavs schedule and circle the next Charlotte game and see how, if Luka's <laughs> You'll be the only one, Williams. I promise. No one cares gonna to give watch him a, He's going to give him 50. At least. I mean, you know he can. Listen, Grant Williams was a good defender. I remember, though, they had to put Jimmy Butler, or they put him on Jimmy Butler, remember that, in the conference finals? And he Mm -hmm. talked all this trash, and Jimmy Butler just gave it to him every time. Like, if you can't stop Jimmy Butler, you sure as shit are not stopping Luka Doncic. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
All right, let's let me pivot to selfish superstars from Kyle Kuzma, and again, Kuz, I'm a fan. I, I like Kuzma. To Brandon Ayuk, who, and this is a weird one, folks. Remember, Brandon Ayuk kind of blew up this year. I think we were earlier than the market on Brandon Ayuk on this podcast. We've been talking him up. He, he's a very talented player. He ends up being an All Pro this year. And then you look at his history, and you know he got that rookie deal. He was a first round pick. Uh, he's got one year left on the rookie deal. His salary jumps up to 14 mil this year. And after that, he's an unrestricted free agent. So Brandon Ayuk, unhappy that he caught only a handful of passes in the Super Bowl. It's not like he was open all the time, by the way. If you want to go um, look at the YouTube version of the game, you can just kind of look at Ayuk. And a lot of the time, he's getting jammed by Snead, the way Snead jammed Tyreek Hill. He just He's a tough, big, long, tough uh, cornerback, and he just jams Ayuk. Ayuk didn't have a great game. And so Ayuk went on social media and made a comment on his Instagram stories, and then Ayuk's girlfriend made a, made a negative comment, basically like, we're out of here. And then Brandon Ayuk's brother went on Instagram and also made a comment, and essentially all of them are saying the same thing. Hey, man, we had a good run. We're done here. We need somebody who can get him the ball. And Brandon Ayuk's brother basically said, B.A. to Vegas. Well, Vegas doesn't even have a quarterback, but sure, okay. <laughs> you want to send your brother to Vegas. Now, I'm not going to say that the girlfriend slash wife, that the brother, that they speak for Brandon Ayuk. They obviously do not. That being said, Brandon Ayuk then met the media on Tuesday and was asked by them about uh, the rest of his contract. Asked if Ayuk hopes to remain with the 49ers, he said, if that's the right move, yeah. Like, what? Asked what would make it the right move, Ayuk answered, being a champion. Like, what the hell does that even mean? Yeah, I get it. You're salty. You didn't win the chip. Everybody in that locker room's pissed off. But now you're like, we didn't win the title. I'm out. I didn't get the ball. Brock Purdy doesn't love me. Shanahan doesn't love me. What? I don't understand. He did call the loss the hardest he's experienced and got emotional talking about his teammates, but he wants a long-term deal. So here's how it's going to work out. He's going to go to the Niners and say, I'm not going into the final year without a new deal. If I get injured, I get screwed. I'm sorry, I want a new deal. And I'm sure the Niners are going to say, okay, we'll, we'll talk about a new deal. Uh, our quarterback is on his rookie deal. He's making like $800,000. We, we can pay you a little. But I can tell you what Shanahan ain't going to do, and that's back up the brinks. And it, I don't want to hear this. I need to be paid like Jamar Chase, like Justin Jefferson, like um, who, Cooper Cup got a massive deal. I want C.D. Lamb money. Like, I'm not doing that if I'm the Niners. I'm sorry. I like Ayuk a lot. You know what I am doing? I'm picking up the phone and calling anybody with a rookie quarterback. Hey, Colts. Boy, Brandon Ayuk, you guys can afford him. You got the quarterback on the—I mean, Richardson was a rookie. Purdy, we got to pay in a year or two. But you, you, you want to um, you know, give up a, a, a first and a fourth for Brandon Ayuk? I'm an all-pro wide receiver? We're talking about Justin Jefferson fetching two ones. I'm going to be real. Ayuk is not far behind him. He's behind him. But Ayuk is definitely a top-ten receiver in the league. And if they can, you know, Carolina doesn't have a one this year, but if you can get a, 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 a three this year and a one the following year, I, don't, I doubt Carolina's doing that. Maybe, they, maybe Carolina says, hey, we'll give you Brian Burns and a four. You guys need to act, uh, to bolster that pass rush, which wore down in the Super Bowl. You know, uh, you, maybe you talk Turkey with Carolina and you get a pick and Burns. I don't, I don't know, but I'm not backing up the Brinks for Brandon Ayuk. I'm sorry. Um, 
I, I know it's not apples to apples, and, and Cowherd hated when I told him this. I said, listen, if the Chiefs can lose Tyreek Hill, arguably the greatest receiver in the league, and win back-to-back Super Bowls, I think the Niners will be okay without Brandon Ayuk. And yes, Brock Purdy's not Mahomes. I get it. 49ers defense ate the Chiefs. I get it. But the point is, I'm I'm just not paying Ayuk all of the money. Folks, we saw Zay Flowers go in the late first round to Baltimore and totally thrive. He was the number one receiver on that team. Bypassed Bateman, who was a first-round pick. Bypassed OBJ. It was like Zay Flowers was incredible. We saw Puka Nakua come in. Fifth-round pick. Totally slay. We saw Tank Dell. I think he was a mid-round pick. Comes into Houston as an undersized receiver and totally dominate. I'm sorry, guys. I think you can find a receiver in the draft. I I totally don't like this Ayuk vibe, Rob. Maybe I'm overreacting. And maybe it's, listen, he's just ticked off and his family's ticked and but just the, the idea and the mentality that, like, I got to get mine. I'm not getting the ball. Get me out of here. I, I can't stand that. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, I understand why you can't stand that because, look, I am i don't believe that Brandon Ayuk really wants out of San Francisco. I think this is all just a negotiation ploy to make sure that he gets the dollars that he thinks he deserves. I believe that Colin Cowherd said on your guys' show yesterday that PFF ranked him as like a top two or three wide receiver in the league this last season. And I'm sure Brandon Ayuk would like to be paid like a top two or three wide That's, receiver yeah. in the league. And I'm willing to bet that he has told his girlfriend, and and I think the guy who said this is his brother is really just like his longtime friend, and he just calls him his brother. Um, oh, and, and I'm sure that he's confided in them. Like, look, I want to get paid. I want to get what I think I'm worth, and I think that I'm worth – $30 million a year, like Tyreek oh Hill got, goodness. right? Because that's Tyreek at the top of the market is at $30 million. And that was set, what, two years ago? So you would think that that's now the starting point for the next guy, for Justin Jefferson and his new contract or Ayuk or whoever. So I believe that what he really wants is to get paid. And I don't fault him for that. I understand that. I want all these guys to get paid. The issue that he's going to run into, however, is... There is a depth at the wide receiver position that we have not seen in my lifetime. Like, I saw you guys talking on the herd yesterday, and you're talking about, like, where does IU rank? You say top 10, you know, PFF has them top three. There are legitimately, like, 20 wide receivers that all have claimed to be top 10 in the NFL. (laughs) Right, like that's why one thing I've heard Nick Wright say, like, oh, you say this guy's a top ten receiver. Okay, well, who are the other nine then? Who are you leaving off? Like, you know, you say, you know, Mike Evans, and, and it's like, oh, well, is he really a top ten guy? And you do the math, like, well, he's probably number seven. Okay, well, if he's number seven, where's Devontae Adams? And if Devontae Adams is number six, then where's Jamar Chase? And so on and so forth. Like, you're going all the way down the list, and you're like, man, there's a ton of wide receivers out there. Mm-hmm. And what the Kansas City Chiefs have done over the last two seasons is proven that there is enough talent and enough offensive know-how across the league that obviously you'd want a weapon like a Brandon I. You obviously you'd want Tyreek Hill if you can, but there's more than enough to go around where you can be highly competitive if instead of having a top five receiver, you have a top 25 receiver. And and then instead of a instead of a top 10 receiver, you add the number one tight end like Travis Kelsey. Like if you have the right system and the right quarterback, you can maneuver your way however way you want to. And uh, but if we were to take his words at face value, Brad Ayuk says he wants to go to a champion. I'm looking at the current odds here. 
on uh, DraftKings for the Super Bowl odds. The Niners are number one, so <laughs> no better chance to get a championship than with the Niners. But you got a list: Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Lions, Bengals, Dolphins, Eagles, Packers, Cowboys. I don't believe any of those teams would trade meaningful assets to Brandon Ayuk. As good as he is, I don't see them doing that. Other good round, other good. Um Rookie receivers. So Puka, we established, was uh, like historical stuff. Even if you say, well, it's tough to find Puka. Fine. Uh, Rasheed Rice with the Chiefs. Like, he was tremendous as a rookie. He was very, he was he was the Chiefs' best receiver this season. You know? Like, uh, Jordan Addison caught 10 touchdown passes. He's a small receiver. And you can say, Jay, he was opposite Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson missed half the season. And, oh, by the way, Kirk Cousins missed more than half the season. So Jefferson, uh, Addison was catching passes from second, third, fourth string quarterbacks. Jordan Addison put up numbers. I, I'm, I like Brandon Ayuk. I, I'm just, you're barking up the wrong tree. I don't think Lynch and Shanahan are going to pay him big bucks. If anything, I mean, I think the Niners only need a couple tweaks, Rob, and they're right back here next year. I mean, they're the, obviously the favorite, but I, in the draft, I'm targeting a, 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 a physical receiver who's going to, I'm sorry, a physical cornerback yes. who's going to bang with receivers, right? I think mm-hmm. you need an elite cornerback. I think... Who uh, Hufunga comes back in the secondary. He's probably one of the top safeties in the NFC. And I think, you know, maybe you move on from Chase Young. Somebody wants to pay him, whatever. You just add some depth on the defensive line and then the offensive line, the right side of it. So those are like small, you know, you don't need to go and do, they don't need massive work. Uh, so, so basically you're looking at receiver, cornerback, offensive line, defensive line. And I think that's pretty much it. I would assume Greenlaw will not start next season coming off the Achilles in February. He's probably back, I don't know, Halloween. Um, but I, I think this team's going to be really fine next year. And remember, they've got cap room, and they have draft picks. So I, ultimately, I, I don't know. I think Brandon Ayuk's making a massive mistake saying i got to get my new. Yes, new contract. I totally get that. But, Rob, I did just look up the average pay for wide receivers um, next year. This is a little scary, but your boy Devontae Adams is number one. Um, well, no, that, I'm sorry. That's one. his overall contract. Okay. If you look at the um, average annual salary, Tyreek Hill's one. Devontae Adams is two. Cooper Cup, three at 26.7. A.J. Brown, who's another guy complaining, four at 25 mil. Stefan Diggs, another guy complaining, 24 mil. D.K. Metcalf, 24 mil. Jeez. Debo, 23. He's probably going to want more than Debo. I'm not giving him more than Debo. Debo does running... Uh, Ayuk is basically just a receiver. Scary Terry, 22-7. DJ Moore, is he even as good as DJ Moore? I mean, DJ Moore had a great season. But if you swap DJ Moore and Brandon Ayuk, like, I, I don't know that you see a massive difference. Obviously, Ayuk is very good, but I, I don't know. Uh, Keenan Allen, 20 mil. Amari Cooper, 20 mil. Godwin, 20 mil. Mike Evans, 20 mil. I mean, look at how many receivers there are. There's a lot of good receivers. There's a lot. There's a lot. And you know what? And you mentioned the the, the Niners and what they got to do to build the roster. I agree with you. I think everything you, you mentioned, the corner and the offensive line especially, I think, are the biggest things for them. Yeah. But not only do they got draft picks, I believe they have some, or they can open up cap space with a couple of, you know, restructuring, which is not complicated, not hard for them to do, kick the can a little bit. But most importantly, this is something that you've been on basically since I've known you. They have a quarterback on a rookie deal. More than that, they have a quarterback on a rookie deal who was taken in the seventh round. So if there was ever a time to push all your chips into the middle, now is the time. Because I'm a Brock Purdy guy. I'm a Brock Purdy truther. I believe that he is a very good to great quarterback. I believe he's, 
you know, just had his Joe Burrow season that I've been on since October. But I can also admit that during a three-game stretch when he didn't have all his weapons around him, three touchdowns, five interceptions. So maybe as good as he is and as good as he's going to be, he is not fully formed yet. He is not Patrick Mahomes, well, almost Patrick Mahomes, but he is not Josh Allen yet. He is not nope. the guy where you say, I'm going to put it on your right arm and you're going to be the that we win games. He can win games, but on a week-in and week-out basis, I don't know if he's that guy yet. And he's still very young in his development. He's not even started two full seasons yet. Yeah. So um, I'm, yeah, right I, now, I, I get your guys. Yeah, um, I, I would agree. He's definitely not Josh Allen, obviously. Um, so I'm looking at the Niners' picks. So they have their own first, which is you know obviously late first. They have their own second. They have their own third. Then they have the a third-round compensatory pick, which I believe is going to Washington in the Chase Young deal. They have their own fourth. They have their fourth, a fourth from the Cowboys. So they have two in the fourth. They have two comp picks in the fifth, a comp pick in the sixth, their own seventh, and a comp pick in the seventh. As of now, the Niners have 10 draft picks. Okay. Historically, they've done well in the draft, um, whether it's offense, defense, a lot of it. I, I don't know how much Shanahan controls versus Lynch, but if you just look at last year's draft, uh, guys who have contributed instantly, um, Jake Moody, the kicker, uh, he did miss the uh, the extra point. And otherwise, <laughs> they didn't they didn't get a lot of contributions from their rookies. Now, you go two years ago, Drake Jackson, eh, it really hasn't panned out. It was their second-round pick. Remember, they lost the one in the Trey, uh, Trey, what's Trey Lance deal. Uh, Brock Purdy, seventh-round pick, and not a lot of pan out. Um, the 2021 draft, Aaron Banks is the starting guard. He's okay. Trey Sermon kind of hasn't lived up. Lenore is starting, and Hufunga was awesome, and Elijah Mitchell was good. So the 21 draft was good when they had a lot of picks. Uh, you go back to 2020, and that was Kinlaw, Ayuk, McKivitz, who's starting on the offensive line, and Jawan Jennings. So last two years, not great. The years prior to that, they had some hits. And then, of course, two, 2019 was Bosa, um, Debo, the punter, who's very good. Greenlaw, I mean, they just hitting home runs left and right. I think they missed McGlinchey, who they lost. Yeah. Remember, they didn't sign him. Mm-hmm. He went to uh, Denver. So Well, they've hit home runs late in the draft. You know, I mean, the, the biggest thing to me is they hit home runs late in the draft. Like Brock Purdy, everyone knows, but Kittle, Greenlaw, Hufanga were all taken in the fifth round. That's yeah, I see Kittle, twenty seventeen, fifth round pick. So if, if you're hitting on those picks, you can afford to you know the, the Trey Lance debacle. But other than that, like they 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 have a loaded roster, and they're going to keep having a loaded roster no matter what happens with Brandon Ayuk. All right, that's all for today. Back tomorrow. Talk to you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.